Hey friends, this is Jake. Welcome back to the Creative Unblock podcast. And as you can hear, it's raining. And I actually wanted to record this podcast when it's raining because this podcast is all about these triggers that happen. And when these triggers happen, it hits us in our core fear. And the metaphor that I like to use when it comes to these thoughts that trigger us and move us into our core fear is like a mallet and a gong. It's like, you know, the gong show or you know what a big gong is. So the gong is really, you know, this emotional reaction that happens inside of you um, once the trigger, the mallet, um, occurs. And so, for instance, um, let's say that you've had a, a, a pretty decent day and, and something happens and you get a phone call that you don't like and it reminds you of where you're stuck. So let's say that you're in a relationship and you just feel stuck in it. You just feel like you, you, you're working on it, but it, you just don't seem, things don't seem to be getting any better. Or let's say that you know, you're working in a job that you don't like and you just feel stuck. You don't, know, you don't have a clue where to move forward. You don't have a clue what would make you happy. And you're on the way home and you get an email at the very end of the day and it's from your boss and it's just another reminder of the the deep core fear that you have and the deep core fear is this that things will always be this way that's the core fear that's the gong that as soon as it's hit if there's any trigger that comes in whether it's an email or a conversation it hits this emotional place within us and it and it and it just feels awful you can feel it it's a visceral feeling that happens within you and so as I'm recording this and it's raining it reminds me of how easy it is to be on the way home from work or be on the way home and be dealing with something that you just are so tired of being in your life you're just sick of it and then something happens a phone call happens and you get in an argument with your partner or a, or a, an email comes across and you get in a uh, a, a, you're in a bad way again with your boss and it just reminds you just how shitty these circumstances are and then guess what on top of all of that it starts raining and I've been there I know exactly what this feels like because as soon as all of this starts to happen the easiest place to move into from this location is things will always be this way great it's raining great of course of course it's gonna rain when my boss calls great you know, I'm trying to patch things up with my partner, but we can't even have a conversation without getting into an argument. Great. I'm, I'm never going to get out of this situation that I'm in right now. You know, I'm working on it, but reality is here. And who am I kidding? Who am I kidding to be doing this work? Who am I kidding to think that life can change when look at reality? And these are the moments that oftentimes sidetrack any type of progress, any type of momentum, any type of flow that we have created because we believe in that thought. We believe deep down, well past intentions, well past uh, affirmations, positive, I can, I can, I can, in the core when you're stuck. The core fear and the core belief is that things will always be this way. And so there are triggers that trigger that and so what happens is you get into your house that night after a crappy day 
and you get on social media and what do you know Johnny's got a new car. If you're struggling financially, there's always a yin and a yang. So you're you're struggling financially, you're struggling in your relationship, you're struggling in your job. The yang is out there. Whether you see it on a commercial, well, look at that family. We're here dismantled. We can't even have a conversation as a family without being in an argument. And here I am looking at Johnny. Look at they, their, their family's going on vacation right now. We can't afford to go on vacation because I'm stuck. We can't even afford to have a conversation right now because we can't stop from arguing. We're stuck. Things will always be this way. And it creates an enormous amount of guttural, and you know exactly what I'm talking about when this comes up. It is a guttural feeling. It's like somebody goes in and just squeezes your insides because you just desperately want to feel like this is gonna change. But oftentimes it's these moments that sidetrack us the most. When it's raining, when we get the email, when we get the call, when these triggers come, these thought triggers, they come and we're so sensitive. You're so sensitive when you're stuck because you're, you, you long, you long to be out of the situation. You truly long for it. But reality just keeps creeping in. And so you, 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 you feel like you're doing the work. You feel like you're really trying to, to, to shift things in your inner world. And you're, you're trying to go after this block with money or where you're blocked. And you check your bank account. And damn it, again, you still don't have any money. Or you, you, you wake up on a Monday morning and you're still sick to your stomach because your boss is still this way. And you're still not living in your passion. And you know it. And you just feel stuck. It's, it's hell on earth. I mean, being stuck, being, being in a place of this nature is hell on earth because you're alone and nobody really knows what you're going through and you're tired of talking about it, honestly. And people are tired of you talking about it. But it's in these moments that you have to create a little bit of separation. And the way to do that is to realize that this inner work that you're doing this moving into this inner world, it pays like compound interest. Because Warren Buffett says, somebody asked him his greatest uh, reason for success, and he says compound interest. And so what Warren Buffett does is he makes a few small investments, and he lets his money sit there. And it grows, and it grows, and it grows. And if you know much about compound interest, on the front side of it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You're not seeing a lot of growth. So what we often do with our inner world is we make these tiny deposits. Okay, I'll believe a little bit. I'll believe that my life can change. But once we see that reality's not changing, we pull our money back and we say, see that, that didn't work anyways. And that's not the way it works. And the reason is, is because reality is the last to know. Your experience, your reality will be the last thing to know of all the inner work and this invisible world work that you're doing. And I promise you this because I'm on the other side of it. And I know what it's like to be sitting in the car after it's rained or when it's rained and you're trying to figure out how things could get much worse. And you're failing and you have no answers and you're doing everything you can but reality's not changing. But it's in these moments that can get you sidetracked and can make you believe in that core belief, that core fear, that things will always be this way. And once you take that sinker, once you take the hook, line, and sinker into this belief, 
it sidetracks all of the tiny deposits, these invisible compounding interest deposits. You pull your money out of this invisible bank, you pull your money out of this invisible world, and you say, that was all bullshit, it doesn't work, and then you go right back to doing the things that you've been doing that got you here in the first place because the reality that you're seeing was built on the way that you approach your, your inner world for the past three to six months, maybe years. So it doesn't happen overnight. But you have to continue to get the separation from these triggers. And it only comes from showing up in this inner world with love. You can do every single option out there that other coaches, other personal development, other therapists say. And they're going to tell you just to go in there and to fight with it, to affirm, to affirm, to affirm. What I'm asking is to love what's going on, to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself over and over and over again. Forgive yourself for being stuck. Admit that you have the fear that, that you feel like this is never going to change, that things never change. And right now, in this middle of this pandemic, it's easy to assume that things won't change. And so we're all somehow in, 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 in this massive sea of consciousness that we all live in, we're all sharing in this angst. But when you're stuck, it's even worse because you're, 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 you're siloing yourself off and you're alone. And you're dealing with these internal battles all alone. And you don't have to do that. And that's why we love working with people. That's why we do our online workshops. Because I reached out. When I was stuck, what got me out, what started to make transitions, was I reached out to a coach. And he asked me two questions. And he said, Jake, I want you to approach everything with curiosity and excitement. That is the opposite energy the opposite consciousness when you're stuck. Because when you're stuck, you are in a specific consciousness. And we talk about this a lot, but it's really important because you need to give yourself grace on this. You're stuck because you're in a specific side of yourself that overanalyzes and overjudges and overcritiques everything. And when you're stuck, it just ramps it up. So you create this vicious cycle. And, 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 and even when you start to see some things start to shift... If you have a hiccup, so let's say that you're stuck in your job and you really start, you have a day where you're just like, oh my gosh, I think I know what I want to do. I think, I, I think I've got it. I think I've been always passionate about this. This is what I'm going to move into. So you feel this swell of hope that comes over you only to get home that night and to get some kind of email from your boss, to get some kind of sidetrack. To, to see something on social media, to see somebody doing something that you want to do, and at that point you say, you know what, reality's stronger than my inner world. This this hope, this dream that I have, it's never going to happen. And there's a verse uh, in in the Bible that a lot of people use. So whatever spiritual inclination you are, this is not about. This is just about the truth of what 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 this is saying. It's a passage of truth that says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. So when you're stuck, that's you. That's me. That's exactly where I was. My heart was sick. There's no worse sickness than a heart sickness. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled. Nobody ever talks about the second half of this verse. And I have my own opinions about that. But the other side of this verse is the promise is, but a longing fulfilled is the tree of life. A longing fulfilled is a tree of life. And when you think about trees, they build roots. They build roots, and the larger the tree, the larger the root system. 
And so as every single day you do this work, every single day you show up with kindness and forgiveness, every single day that you start to create space between the stimulus, which is reality that you're seeing, and your response, which is how do I respond to these triggers? Because if you're struggling financially and, 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 and Billy pu- pull, pulls up at a BMW or Sherry, uh, that's really hard. But you can respond to that trigger to say, that's usually a trigger for me. And you can also respond by being proactive, by unfollowing people that aren't serving you. Because this is about you. And this is the one time in your life that you get the green pass to be completely selfish. Because I know if you're stuck, you're also most likely putting other people's needs in front of your own. And you think that by doing that, you're being sacrificial and that's being helpful. But it's not because it's not helping you. And at the end of the day, right now, when you're in this place, you need to be focused on yourself. And the fastest way to do that is to invest in this invisible world. I promise you it pays off just like compound interest. Don't give up. When you see the trigger, when you have the mallet and you know that it's going to hit that gong and it's going to shake your emotional core, you can step back and say, you know what, I'm going to to put the mallet down. I don't want it. I don't want to go into a shame spiral, which is what they're called. I'm not going to do that today. That moment of consciousness is a massive shift in in this invisible world. It's like throwing a huge rock in the pond of this invisible reality that ends up shaping reality. When you make those shifts, you give yourself an enormous amount of power. And you get better and better and better at it. You're not going to win every day. Of course you're not. Some days, the whole day the gong's going off and you're just you're just in this state where it's just anything else, what else? What else? What else? But guess what? You get to make the next right decision. Because part of being stuck is living in the past. But there's only right here. As you're listening to this podcast right now, when I started it, we're 14 minutes in. Now we're in, now we're in a different place. You can make a different decision. And there's this beautiful concept in a book that I'm reading called The Course in Miracles, and it's called The Holy Instant. And what it says is that you treat this time that you're in right now as the only time. You remove the past from your mind and you just say, right now, right now I can make the right decision. And you're not going to feel like it either, but that's okay because the more that you start to work this muscle, the more and more it will start to show up. And I promise you one day you're going to wake up and you're going to look at your reality and it's going to be different. And you know what? You're going to be different. You're going to be stronger. You're going to have more resolve. And instead of worrying about constantly uh, beating yourself up and constantly trying to fight this inner world, the more that you become loving to yourself, the more that you become more forgiving. It's the opposite energy and it's not what you want to do because right now you're in the energy of attack. You're in the energy that you're being attacked, you're under attack and by God, you're going to attack yourself until you get this right. But that is not what's going to heal you and that's not what's going to take you out of there. 
That's the energy that puts you in the box that you're in right now. And if you want to play in that energy, that's fine, but it's going to keep you stuck in that box. You're going to have to shift. You're going to have to do a 180 shift to a different consciousness and do the opposite thing that you're used to. You're going to have to take hate. You're going to have to replace it with forgiveness. You're going to have to take fear and you're going to have to replace it with love. And you're going to have to take stuckness. You're going to have to create it. You're going to have to change it to creativity. You're going to have to take not listening to yourself and you have to shift over to listening to yourself. It's a 180. And that's why we use our method because it's the fastest thing that I know of that shifts you naturally into this state. You don't even have to think about it because you don't need to think about it anymore. You've overthought it. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. It dominates your consciousness. You need to shift. And each moment provides an opportunity to shift away from your normal response to how you want to respond moving forward. And these tiny investments pay off. Warren Buffett makes a lot of money. He is very wealthy. And over time, this invisible, this invisible work pays off like compound interest. I'm on the other side. I know that this works, but I didn't believe it at the time. But you don't even have to believe it. All you have to do is be willing to start shifting. And if you need help, accept that you need help. The minute that I realized that I needed help and said, you know what, I can't figure it out. I need some help was the minute that I got out of it. That immediate shift, once you reach out and say, I need some help, I need a different way, I've tried therapy, I've tried all the other personal development programs out there, it's not working, it's not working. Well, we have a different way, and I needed a different way. I couldn't go the traditional route. I tried. I read every personal development book. I listened to every seminar. I did all the affirmations. I did it all. I was like the... the, the, the uh, the, the test the, 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 uh, the test bunny for every single thing that's out there. I tried it all. But one thing worked for me, and it was to shift. And the fastest way to shift is by moving into a different state. And that's why we created this company, and that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now, because it worked for me, and it can work for you, and it can save you time. But in the meantime, what you can do now is start to create some space between when the stimulus comes and your response. You can do this. So when it's raining and you've had that day and you're so, you feel, you feel yourself slipping, you know that any minute now, it wouldn't take but an email or a conversation. Realize that there's still some light in you. There's still some power in you that can say, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to react the same way that I usually do. I don't want to hit the gong because I've been hitting it long enough. I'm going to drop the mallet and I'm going to start stepping into some power in here. And you're going to be amazed. Keep investing in this inner world. It will pay off. Peace and love, friends. Talk to you soon.